You are listening to Fellowship Around the Table. Welcome to the weekly chat. I'm your host today, Heath Casey, and in studio I have our student ministry pastor, Josh Mitchell. Hey, What's Josh. up? Hey, how's it going? It's it's going well. All right, I want to talk student ministry today. All right. Yeah, I'm, I came to the Lord in my high school years. Was very involved in youth ministry. So I was using student ministry because I know that's how we label it at this church, but I grew up, it was youth ministry. And when I use youth ministry, does that make me sound like a 40-year-old man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think in all honesty, youth ministry is totally appropriate and it's still used. And in some, it's so weird in some contexts, I will tell someone I'm a youth minister and in some contexts, I'll say I'm a student pastor, <laughs> like all those things go inside. <laughs> But for me, I personally change to students in the way I reference okay. students is, <laughs> I know, I, I actually like almost said kids or things like that. But that's exactly why, because there's just an idea of these are disciples. Mm-hmm. These are people that are growing and maturing in Christ. And when you call them kids or even youth now, yeah. it, it gives that that feeling of you're younger and you're disrespectful or, you know, it has all those connotations to it. So when you add, when you say student, it almost elevates them to, Mm. this is our expectation of you. We are, we, we see you as people who are here to grow and learn. So I think that's really the movement. Why it's, why that happened. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I am going to work on that. I just gave announcements at our church last Sunday, and I know I use youth ministry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it's it's so subliminal, I think. I know. Uh, yeah. Well, and I'm sure my kids are like, yeah, he's 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how long have you been here at FBC in this role? I have been here since October of 21. Okay. So not even two years wow. yet, I think, which I, is kind of crazy, yeah. That is. I, I think I thought it was longer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, that's it's crazy. this weird blend where I'm like, whoa, it's almost been two years already. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's only been two years. Yeah. yeah. You were in student ministry before you came here. How long have you been in student ministry and what kind of drew you to that? What was the story of kind of your calling to serve in that way? So my first time formally as a paid staff member in youth ministry was 2012. And so I've been, wow. it's a little over 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which makes me feel like, you know, I can throw that card around every once in a while now, which is fun because I, you know, in the past, it's always like, I'm just that young kid and I still, I, I still am young to a lot of people, but you know, I just turned 33, so I'm getting there. And, the perfect uh, age, the Jesus yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, it's the Jesus age, which, you know, I didn't mean to go into this, but I like to joke around with people that Jesus' disciples most likely were teenagers. Hey, and so I hear you. It, it works. Jesus with his best friends that are all like 16 and 17. And that's what I do. It was the disciples. It was just a youth group. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, student ministry. I don't know if you've seen those memes where they're like, what's really most impressive is Jesus having best friends in his thirties. You've seen (laughs) those memes? 
But the reality is it's because they were all way younger than him. <laughs> he doesn't have real peer friends. <laughs> so I love so. you said memes too. That is like the language of my kids. I mean, mm-hmm. student ministry, it must be 50% memes. Oh yeah. If you can, if you can get a godly point across in memes, you might hit harder than you would in a normal situation. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so you started in 12 <clears throat> been in student ministry since then and two years at fellowship. We've loved having you here. Some other things I want to discuss. And so the body knows a little more about mm-hmm. you. You are a coffee roasting guru. Mm-hmm. How long have you been roasting coffee? I took it up as a hobby in, in 2021. So not long okay. before coming here. Yeah. Probably in that summer, my son was born earlier that year. I found myself in this weird place where like, Yes, I'm a student minister. I played a lot of video games, all right? <laughs> right? I found myself in this place where it's like, video games don't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I am, I have to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and found myself going, like, it was, it was an outlet for me. Video games were a stress yeah, relief. Yeah. I found myself going, man, I need, I need a healthier version of stress relief. Was like, you know, I'm going to take up a hobby okay. that I can get good at. And so took up roasting. Yeah love to do it it's it's a like i i roast a lot in the evenings now like after my son goes to sleep and it's a i don't know it's peaceful it's nice is this in the garage is yeah this, it's okay. in the garage I love it. <laughs> either I love really it. hot or really cold, cold most of the time in well, oklahoma it's phenomenal coffee and if you want to try it i'll leave some information in the episode notes on how you can can get some of the some of nice. these beans yeah <laughs> one of the things that i growing up i said you know i got saved through youth ministry i I had a youth mm-hmm. pastor that was just amazing and pursued me and built a relationship with me. I was coming from somewhat unchurched, started more, you know, went to church earlier on, but kind of had moved and friends invited me and I started going on Wednesday nights to that. And the next thing yeah. I know, I'm going on Sunday morning and the Lord absolutely used that to bring me to him. And so it was so powerful to me. And I just... Now, full circle, I have kids. I have two in your ministry. I have two mm-hmm. two high school kids. How is youth student ministry? I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> I was, I'm going to say it this way. How is student ministry today different and yet maybe the same as it was 15, 20 years ago? Well, I'll tell you this. The one thing that has always been the same, and I feel like my smile is giving it away, is pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it will never go That's away. Right. It's because it's the cheapest it's the and most buster. filling food that you can give. And, and those uh, kids can eat yeah, at those yeah. years. We're literally going through our budget right now. We looked at like, hey, what do we spend the most money on? <laughs> and not just pizza, but food in general is yep. a youth ministry budget thing. And it means a lot. And so like, as much as I'm joking about that, one of the things that's so like, wait, there's food there. <laughs> You're going to get 20 more kids. It's just the way it goes. Yep. There's a lot that as much as they're stereotypical and people make fun of like those kind of things of, oh, they're just, it's a lock-in and they're just eating all this food. It actually gets students here and starts conversations that you wouldn't have started. Mm. I've got every, every week we have, right, especially in the summer, this one we're recording this, we have students hang out all on Wednesday from 10 a.m. all the way through midweek. I have at least once a week, two students say, is there any food we have here? (laughs) So it's a thing. And like, they might even kind of low key come 
kind of hoping for that right and seeing what they can get <laughs> like one one guy just just a couple of days ago was like my snacks at home aren't good i just i need yeah so all that to say Is that my son <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> but all that to say food is a, food is a big deal but when it when it comes to things that are other things that are the same i think youth ministry in general, and I see I'm saying it too, like I said, it's interchangeable, but okay. what it does is really relationships. Relationship mm-hmm. building is the number one thing, and it's never going to change. It causes fun interactions, you know, especially with students as they grow into learning, hey, you're here all the time, not just like on Wednesdays. Mm. <laughs> and and I, I'll get a student every year, I'll get a student asking me like, what do you do when we're not here? <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes I have to like justify like, okay, there's a lot of emails, there's a right? lot of meetings. <laughs> but at the same time, like, that's what I want to do. Whenever mm-hmm. I think about my timeline, I want to be with students because that's where real ministry work oh, happens. Amen. Building relationships is going to be the long-term value that I think is is always going to exist in student ministry. And you talking about how you had a great youth leader who invested in you, that's what it is. It's investing in people. It's not not so often what you said on a Wednesday night that's impactful. It's more often how you treated them three Wednesdays in a row. I, so as far I as youth that. ministry being the same, yeah. that's been existing. So uh, to your point, like I have maintained my relationship with him. I'm 41, right? I mm-hmm. had to think about it. My youth pastor, he married Shay and I. Mm-hmm. He was the one that officiated it. And we just worked this summer. He went on a mission trip and wanted some materials on the minor prophets. And like we just collaborated on that. That's awesome. Long-term relationship. That's awesome. Is he still a youth minister? No, <laughs> he what he has been for most of that time. Yeah, he's that's ba- awesome. In and out, and he's in kind of adult ministries now. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I I've thought about that too. Like I I'm haven't had that like desire to do anything else. I okay. love student ministry. I know it's what God's called me to. But before you maybe talk how it's different, you said that time. Just talk a little bit how you've structured student ministry here to maximize those opportunities that time, especially that deep time. Ooh, yeah. One of the things we we love to do here, and this is actually one of the first churches I've been able to do that well because, and I'm sure we'll get to this, but the people who also are volunteering their time Mm -hmm. to minister to students and they aren't you know, paid people here, those are the people that make things rock. One of the things that we do here is we have youth-led worship, and then we split into teaching both middle school and high school. And we do that really because we can gear our our discussion time, we can gear our lesson points and our humor even to meet kind of the headspace of these teens wherever they're at. Right. But the big meat of it is afterwards we have a time where they can split up in smaller groups Mm. and actually dialogue about it and process information and talk about application because in all honesty different people are different ways i'm way more head knowledge i'm going to give you all the high up stuff Mm -hmm. and then i'm going to give you low points for application but if you can get some small group time in there and ask some questions that said okay how do we take this from our head to our hands. Right. And that's what really I think changes the look. And we've Scott and I have seen that so much in the last year 
we kind of intentionally went through what we're calling the vibes. That's mm-hmm. a fun, <laughs> you can learn that word. Others can learn that word, vibes. <laughs> uh, in general, the <laughs> to use in a sentence, the vibes are right, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> but it's essentially like how it feels, what how people act. In a way, it's the culture, right? Okay. You know, the kind of the feeling I get from this room, how people are relating to one another, right? Mm. And so we created this thing called the Vibe Book, and it just has ways of culture that we want for our students. And so an example of that is actually just in a couple of weeks, we're going to do the one that says, I'm not the judge. And mm. so essentially, it's reminding students that it's not my job to condemn someone to hell. Mm. It's actually that when Jesus comes back, or, or when, you know, people, when people die, yeah. right, they will have to meet the judge. We, it's our job to be the ambassador that says, before you meet the judge, mm, <laughs> we let, let you hear the uh, hear about the one who saves yeah. and, and the one who forgives and actually advocates for you oh, in front that. of him. And so that's what we try to teach them. And, and for instance, all those vibes relate to that and how we relate to each other and mm. different things like that. We've seen so much growth in students because it is very hands-on. So that was kind of the Wednesday night structure you just described. Mm -hmm. Tell me what a Sunday morning looks like. So Sunday morning, we currently meet during the second service hour. We gather all together as a group upstairs and have some announcement times, have some... Uh, we've got an awesome family that's donated some donuts to them, oh, and they, food. they yeah, that might again, be second to pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, donuts, donuts, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. donuts and pizza. <laughs> and so we actually this week for the first time we were like we're rationing them because, <laughs> and this one isn't your son either, but oh, there whatever. are some boys that just go up and take three handfuls, and you're just like, guys, you gotta yeah. leave some yeah. for the others. <laughs> But all that to say, we, we had that time and then we split them up once again into a little more smaller groups, not as small as we would on a Wednesday, but yeah. we, we split them up gender and age and we've got some high quality teachers. Yeah. I, I brag on my, my ladies teacher, uh, Cindy Camp. She's amazing. My daughter goes on and on and on about Cindy. Yeah. And Sadie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're amazing. And so we have a little more intentional time to pour into them and be more specific an example is this Sunday with guys. I We're going through John 15, talking about abiding in Christ. I don't know what led me to this point, because sometimes I just let God kind of <laughs> lead the direction. <laughs> sure. And I felt I felt led to start talking about issues that only are, are more guy-oriented, mm-hmm. right? Started talking about how the need to actually talk about these things and deal with them yeah. instead of pretend that you're the only one that deals with it. That's right. Yeah, it was it was heavy and very guy oriented, right? And I got into some specifics <laughs> that I don't have to hear. Sure, right. But I did that on purpose because it, it, I had that opportunity because we we had that group in yeah. a way that was ready for that. Yeah, so that's kind of our structure on Sunday mornings. And I know one thing we've talked about, and one thing we have talked about as well is that we we want to encourage on Sunday mornings students to have that engagement with the rest of the body. Well, that's one of the critiques of student ministry, right? That it segregates youth from Mm -hmm. the rest of the body. Uh, How would you speak to that critique? The first thing that I would say is that sometimes students are dealing with things Uh that adults are not. (laughs) And the reality is you're going to need those things to be spoken into. So 
to to make things a little bit like well you just gave an example on sunday morning yeah yeah yeah. so to get in your face about it like if you don't want to split them up you need to be talking about these things yeah then you have to kind of question okay what there's so many things we all deal with so it really helps you get into issues that they're genuinely Mm. struggling with and being able to speak into those things and it from a biblical perspective and how helpful that is so I think that's the reason to have some moments of segregation. But I think at the same time, if students are so isolated, and this goes with any ministry, mm. we've, we've talked about this with like a college ministry or even certain small groups. Yeah. Like if you get just isolated in your own world and you don't gather with the rest of the body, then when it's time to move to a new thing, which is more kids, students, college, yep. but when it's time to move on to that next thing, you almost just go, okay, where's my next class mm. in a way in this weird, and you're expecting the same thing. You're expecting like, okay, here's my worship time. <laughs> here's my, like the speaker and here's my small groups. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you're just like, what is this? Wow. Or if you don't have the people around you that are the same age. And that's why we see a lot of, a lot of drop in college students because they're, they're like, no one's here for me. Right. You know? And so I think the issue with that is we need people from both sides, students to look up and adults to look down and say, yes, let's communicate more often. And one of those is we we encourage students to, because we meet in the mornings, we encourage them, hey, come to the first service or serve. serve. Uh, And those are great ways to kind of engage with the rest of the body. You've instilled a great (laughs) service culture in our youth here that I think is important because it makes them feel like they're a part of the whole body Mm -hmm. and that this is their church, not just their youth group. Yeah. And I see that. I see kids coming early with their family and serving in the children's ministry mm-hmm. for service or greeting or helping. And even how many came out for VBS. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had 41 kids out of student ministry come yeah. and serve at VBS. That blows my mind. Yeah. I get like, yeah, goosebumps, goosebumps thinking about that. That's so awesome. And I saw them over there during the worship and I think they were having the most fun. Mm-hmm. Did you say? Oh yeah. There? Oh yeah. I recorded a video <laughs> of it. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Well, I got more things I want to mm-hmm. talk about, but we're kind of running out of time. Would you stick around for another week? Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining Fellowship Around the Table. If you'd like to learn more, go to fbctulsa.org. I think the hardest part for me is just getting started. I feel that. (laughs) Scott Johnson (laughs) calls it the bump. Yeah. It's like like what you... you, That's uh, why you just start with the Scott L. Johnson thing. Was that one of the episodes that you did that where he was... Yeah, that was fun. I caught him off guard. (laughs)